Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome to After the Act, a film podcast where we talk about movies and shows that we watched. We are your hosts. I am Randy, here with your buddy. And we will be discussing the new Child's Play reboot. And before we actually dive into the new movie, what we're going to do is actually talk about the original Child's Play that came out in 1988, I believe. So we'll give your thoughts on that first because it's pretty much impossible to talk about the new Child's Play without talking about the original. Um, so your buddy, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on the original Child's Play? Well, obviously, you know, Charles uh, Ray, Charles Lee Ray, which was the original serial killer in the Child's Play movies. He's an iconic horror movie character. He's a classic. Uh, I think... Everyone, at least once in their childhood, has been afraid of dolls because of that movie. And it's really hard to beat. Obviously, at least in my opinion, the first movie was great. Second movie was good as well. But after that, it just became kind of comedic. But if we're just talking about that original Child's Play, it was a really good movie for its time. I think it was one of the first movies, at least that I saw, that tackled uh, something as difficult as making a doll come to life realistic and make it look realistic on a film so going into just this new one um i was a little skeptical at first but yeah that 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 original is a classic uh i love that original chant i think we all we all think it's pretty iconic and yeah i think brad dorf who did the original voice for for charles lee ray anyways he did such a good job and it just kind of became the role he was known for uh, in terms of horror, it's it it was really good. It was really, and I I found it really difficult to be able to beat that movie, or you know, for a remake to try to compete with that movie. But yeah, original is fantastic. It's got a very very soft spot in my heart. It's near and dear to me, especially as a horror movie buff. Um, but yeah, yeah, good good movie. What about you? Yeah, fair enough. I feel the same way. I. Uh grew up watching horror movies and child's play was definitely a staple into the movies I kind of hold dear now in a weird way. Um, dolls have always been creepy to me. I think some of my favorite episodes of twilight zone and goosebumps were always those um, ventriloquist doll related episodes, always very creepy and child's play did the same thing. I thought the original one did a pretty good job with puppeteering dude, even with its, technological limitations at the time to still make it seem like Chucky was this living, breathing thing that was haunting families. Um, really loved the first one. The the wit of that kind of sardonic serial killer stuck in this innocent looking thing. Love that duality of innocence, but a murderous being um, that's plaguing this family. And I also really like that storyline of People not knowing whether it's Andy or the doll doing these um, horrendous things to people. So I really like that storyline. And what I really liked it is about that original one is it, it gave the main villain a clear goal that it needed to accomplish. Um, I think a lot of the classic slasher movies kind of gave these blanket purposes for the villains. Like Freddy Krueger's was just blanket revenge on this town and... Jason Voorhees, you know, revenge on anyone who um, trespassed in his camp that he died in due to ne negligent um, campers. Um, yeah, Jason is just old man Jenkins. Just get off my lawn. Exactly. Get off my lawn with a big ass machete. Um, also, don't look at my face. I'm hideous, but I do like hockey. Um, same with Michael Myers. Like, you don't really know what his deal is either other than there's something wrong with him and he wants to keep killing people. Um, Chucky had a really clear goal of like, I'm about to die use voodoo magic, transfer my soul into this doll. 
okay, cool, I bought some time. And now via, um, I think he interrogated his voodoo master or something like that. He learned, oh, now I need to transfer my soul again or I'm going to be stuck in this doll forever to the first person I ever revealed my identity to. That's Andy. So he had a clear goal in this entire franchise was to get Andy's body so that he could live as a human again. So it really kind of grounded the goal of Chucky, the villain, needs to accomplish X. And now the family is trying to stop him because they're trying to kill him. So I, I like that focus. Really good original movie in terms of um, slashers back then. So I was pretty skeptical as well coming into this movie of how are they going to capture that? Um, good balance of the villain having a clear goal, the villain being funny, yet also entirely threatening. And yeah, I guess we can now kind of tap into what we actually thought about the remake. So your buddy, did this movie really live up to those expectations? Man, it was difficult because I, like I said, I'm a big fan of the original Child's Play. And I think it's safe to say that most remakes in general don't do very well. They overly rely on CGI as opposed to practical effects like the originals. And on top of that, the writing can be pretty lazy because they just take the original film and maybe change one or two things, but otherwise keep it the same. So most of the time, no pun intended, they feel soulless. These horror movie remakes feel really soulless, but I can truly say that this particular remake was well done. They added enough things in it um, and I'm not going to get into spoilers just yet, but they added enough to it where it seemed like this Chucky in particular was its own, it was its own villain. He wasn't just copy and pasted from the original uh, serial killer from the Child's Play movies. Um, so I would have to say they did they did a great job of, of making Chucky into a new and original, uh, I guess, modern killer doll. Um, but at the same time, a lot of those elements uh, were also preserved. Um, so it still had the feel of Chucky, but it was just different enough where I, I felt like it was a little bit fresh uh, as, as opposed to just a copy and pasted idea from the original. Um, I will also say in terms of voice acting, Mark Hamill did a fantastic job. I've always been a fan of Mark um, I know most people know him from like being Luke Skywalker, but uh, he's also an incredible voice actor. He's done some of my favorite characters like the Joker from the Batman animated series. He also did skips from regular show. So he's got he's got a pretty diverse catalog, and I think he, he did a really good job of adding a new personality to Chucky that wasn't originally there before. Uh, but yeah, um, I would say it was well worth it to watch. It obviously had its issues, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but for me, it was just fresh enough to uh, to be worth a second watch. What about you, man? All right, fair enough. I thought the movie was okay. thought it was very okay. I thought it was pretty entertaining for a lot of it, especially in the beginning and the middle parts. And they had some pretty cool deaths here and there. And the new way they took the direction of Chucky and what made it threatening was very refreshing because while I have um, fond memories of enjoying the Child's Play series up to now I always felt in hindsight that original Chucky is kind of silly you know like it's kind of weird to be terrified of a doll that can wield a knife I would be way more scared of a human wielding a knife than a doll granted it's a serial killer but he's still trapped in like a two feet to three feet tall doll. So it's kind of hard to be like, come on, man, just put a box over him, sit on it. You're good. But they did a good job at this new Chucky being legitimately threatening and um, taking, I guess, a sincere methods to try to kill this. Like you need to go above and beyond to kill this doll or it will destroy everything at once. So I thought they did a fair job at conveying why this new version of Chucky is pretty threatening. But I will say it was hard to let go of what you liked about the original. Because um, reboots are hard. If they're too close to the original, it's hard for them to, be, to justify existing if they're straight up a copy. But if they're too different, then you start to alienate people who liked this series for what it was. 
So there's that the task of trying to balance the two. And I thought it did that whelmingly at best. Um, Because while I do like the new direction they're trying to take this series, I thought the execution was a little mixed. I thought the tones they try to balance between the horror and the silly was better handled in the original Child's Play. And even some of the um, subsequent films like uh, Bride of Chucky, for example, while those turn really silly, I felt this one, it couldn't really handle the tones of like the main kids going on their little adventure and hijinks to help Andy. But also there's a killer doll that's threatening everyone. Sometimes it was had they had legitimately scary moments. Other times I felt like I was watching a scene from a Disney Channel movie. So it had mixed execution on the tone. But I did find it a lot of it was entertaining. But you mentioned reboots not having like a soul for sometimes. And I feel like this one established what its own soul was, I guess. But um, it didn't have, it literally didn't have the same soul as the original Chucky. It didn't have that twisted sense of humor that we liked that was Freddy-esque, but with its own edge. But it did something different. This Chucky is funny in its own ways, too. And we'll get into that just shortly. But overall, yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, so we're going to dive into spoilers. But any final thoughts um, before we get into that on Child's Play? I would say non-spoiler-wise, not really. Uh, the movie itself is pretty straightforward. The plot is pretty straightforward. Um, so I think just by giving more details right now, we'll be able to uh, kind of dissect it to the best of our abilities here. Sure. So... Without any further ado, I'm just going to jump in here with some spoiler, uh, spoilery stuff. Actually, I, I, I'm really just want to talk about the intro to the reboot, actually, because I think you agree with me here. I think it was probably the weakest part of the movie, which is unfortunate because it really set the tone for the film. Uh, I mean, the first, the first few minutes, which is the intro of, of any horror film, sets the tone for everything. So if it's not done well, it's kind of hard to recover. Yeah, it was and really thankfully, <laughs> Yeah, and thankfully, you know, I, I feel personally they were able to recover uh, from what would have been a disastrous beginning. So let's just, let's just talk about it. So in the beginning of the remake for Child's Play, you just see a disgruntled, and I think this is, it might be Vietnamese, um, but I could be wrong on that. But you would see a disgruntled employee working in the Buddy Doll uh, factory where he is just about to get fired and his boss is kind of just being a jerk to him and telling him, you know, after this, you're done. You'll never work again. So pack your stuff up and get out of here. And you can tell that he feels a, just a certain type of way about it. So he immediately starts changing the code in one of the buddy dolls he's working on. And he starts re- removing the safety features, the the violence protocols, all of it just gets removed. And then afterwards, for no apparent reason, the next scene is him just jumping off of a jumping out of the building to his death. And then the buddy doll being packed into a box and then being shipped off, which, you know, eventually becomes the buddy doll that's killing everybody at the end of the movie. But none of it seemed really well explained. It seemed kind of out of nowhere that this employee's next logical step was to alter the coding of a doll uh, because he got fired and then you know just killing himself at the end was just really random it seemed kind of goofy too so I would say that was probably the weakest part of the film for me which was unfortunate uh, but what, do you have anything different to add to that Randy not too much I'll echo it was it was very silly and pretty ridiculous and not that believable like I didn't know enough about this um, factory code worker to think yeah this is what he'll do he'll sabotage the reputation of the company by altering code that he's not entirely sure what will happen after that and kill himself like i don't know like he seemed spaced out and that's all we really knew about him then he was dead i thought he was going to play a bigger role i thought he was going to be like in you know maybe the, the the charles substitute in this movie to some degree but they didn't do any of that they just made a silly disgruntled worker situation as silly as it could be and they moved on from there as hey this is going to be the premise I feel like it was written like that scene was written in the span of like minutes like conceived and written and then never rechecked after that 
Um, so yeah, so definitely uh, uh, <laughs> not a great start to the franchise that they're trying to reboot here. Um, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll dive into stuff that I really liked about the movie. Um, I really liked how this AI version of Chucky was just learning how to be the best buddy for Andy. I think those are the best parts in the movie. Just him learning what Andy's fears are, what hurts him, what makes him laugh and cry, and then having a bad interpretation of then what a friend should do. You know, like he meets the cat, the family cat, and Andy's like, I hate that cat. It's an asshole. Explains what an asshole is to him. And then the cat hurts Andy. So Chucky witnesses violence. He sees Andy hurt. And he concludes, oh, okay, I should then be violent towards the cat. Because then Andy won't be in pain. And that pretty much gets amplified in different ways throughout the movie. But I like the whole AI. Not really sure what to do, but he's getting an idea. And he's trying to execute it as best as he can um, due to this, how he's wired. I thought those were like the best parts of the scene of the movie. Those scenes, Chucky is learning how to eventually be a Skynet like villain. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's all the cat's fault in hindsight. The cat cat was was an asshole. Yeah. Is it what he, I mean, I'm not sure if it was even mentioned, uh, you know, if it was female or male, but it was an asshole, the cat. And honestly, yeah, the cat killed everybody. Just like the rat saved everyone in Avengers, it's the cat that killed everybody in Child's Play. Uh, but I will agree with you on that. They uh, they really did, and, I, and this is one of my favorite things about this film, is there's moments in there where you just kind of feel bad for Chucky because he starts off being a broken toy with glitches, and he's in this dysfunctional family uh, with this kid in a single mother household and he's just, you know, he's getting all of this contradictory, contradictory information. Well, you know, I'm supposed to be a good friend, so what does that mean? Okay, well, that means that I have to get rid of all the things that make him unhappy. But I'm confused because now that I've tried to get rid of the things that make him unhappy, he's mad at me and locking me in, like, the cupboard or the closet, or he doesn't want to play with me anymore. Um, so there was just really key moments like that where I was just like, man... I kind of feel bad for this doll, even though I know he's about to murder everyone. But um, I think that's that's probably one of the things I like the most about this remake compared to the original. Because in the original, Charles Lee Ray was a notorious serial killer. He had no redeemable qualities. Yeah, he was funny. But there was never a time where I was rooting for him to be the winner at the end of the film. Um, and I won't say I was rooting for Chucky to be the winner in this one, but I understood his... I understood where he was coming from in terms of why he started to become violent and attack people. Uh, so, yeah, that was definitely one of the things that I, I enjoyed for this. Yeah, for sure. And I thought with the premise of Chucky is an AI um, that learns while the original Child's Play had its own brand of humor, which I'm very much a fan of. I kind of enjoyed some of the humorous antics this new version had. Um, like the best line for me in this movie is definitely was originally set up when a kid was trying to teach this Chucky to say this is for Tupac while stabbing a unicorn doll. Silly kid shit. Yeah, that's something we would do. But then he utilizes what he um, failed to do then in a death scene where he kills the really poorly written boyfriend character of Aubrey Plaza's character. And right before he stabs him after a lawnmower cuts off his legs, he says, this is for Tupac and stabs him. That was a great line. That It almost... W- was worth the existence of this movie just for him to apply it in that situation. Um, but yeah, I like that new brand of humor, the AI trying to learn how to be and the kids going on hijinks of teaching it how to haunt people and it haunts the boyfriend and stuff like that. That was, those are high points of the movie for me. I definitely like the, that version of Chucky being humorous. And I agree. And it's funny to me because I, I believe when he was, uh, when he first showed signs of being violent was when they were watching like a really crappy Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I think it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 on TV in front of him. And Chucky was just evaluating how they were laughing at all of the death scenes, but he didn't understand it's because it looked really goofy. It was just him thinking that they thought violence was okay and acceptable. Yeah. 
so I actually just enjoyed that, that it was also just a really shitty horror film that led him to become a mass murderer. Uh, again, just, you know, guys, bad movies, bad movies ruin everything. They really do. I mean, people who like horror movies like murderous things, right? Like, I think that's that's probably true. I'm sure, I'm sure science could prove that. Does that mean we like murderous things? I, I won't dive into that too much right here, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a different podcast altogether. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's the whole yeah the whole thing is Chucky just misinterpreting everything because he's an AI system and he doesn't have the human nuance of understanding quite yet because he's pretty much a child learning how to be. Um, so I definitely like that. Um, I think beyond that, it was hard to stay with the movie in its entirety. Like we mentioned, the opening was not a great introduction, but then they introduce Aubrey Plaza's love interest early on in the movie. And he seemed like a spoof of his own trope that he played. Like the, I think the, his character name should have just been douchey guy. Number one. Yeah. Like I think that's... it originally was I think you're totally right. Yeah. He, literally plays one note for maybe like 97% of his existence in the movie of just like a, yeah, I'm the boyfriend of the single mom and the kid doesn't like me and I don't like him. And also I'm just going to drink a beer anytime I'm in the house. Cause that's how, you know, I'm a bad boyfriend. I go into the fridge. I grab a beer. You offer me cookies. Fuck those cookies. I'm gonna get a beer and I'm gonna yell at the kid. And the mom's not going to do that much about it because she wants to dick. That was his entire mentality. That's what he screamed to me. The entire time. I kept waiting for this spoof that seemed to be what they were going for to say something about that trope, but it never really did. So it didn't really seem like a spoof. It just seemed like, oh, no, this is a character they decided to be in the film with very little nuance. Like they just threw in at the end. Hey, he actually has a family and kids that he might love. Yay. That didn't do anything for me to justify this character. See, for me, that just made him douchier. (laughs) That means he was just legitimately a terrible father. And a terrible person. Like he had yeah. zero redeemable qualities at that point. He doubled down on the douche. Doubled down on it. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So I, I was unfortunate just to have wasted screen time. Like they could have made a more complicated relationship between the new love interest in Andy's mom's life and his relationship with Andy. It didn't need to be so comically bad of just like, I'm the new boyfriend and I don't like you, kid. You get in my way. That's that was No, I didn't like any of that. Um, I'll be honest and just to kind of jump off of that I think the kid logic too was pushed a little too far I know we, we, we mentioned it earlier in, in like a previous conversation but yeah the I understand their kids and their problem solving abilities aren't as mature as like an adult would be although that's not true all the time either but they took it too far in this movie like there was the scene where the you know generic douchey guy gets murdered by Chucky in a really gruesome way and he just cuts off the skin of his face because that's what he sees in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie they're watching earlier and he like I think he nails it to a watermelon um and and sends it as a gift to Andy to show Andy like hey you know I did this for you look how great of a buddy I am can we start having fun again and their immediate their immediate plan was to I'm sorry it wasn't wrapped their immediate plan was to wrap it in Christmas gift paper and just throw it in the garbage. Yep. I mean, yep. that. I mean, even as a kid, I'm pretty sure you would know that's not the way to dispose of a human face if you're trying not to get caught. Yeah. Um, and granted, you know, I might not know the best way even now, but yeah, the kid logic, like you mentioned, was so bad. And even when they did the wrapping of its face in Christmas gift, when they got quote unquote caught. And then they just kind of went along with like, oh, I guess the best solution is to say it's a gift for someone. And now we're going to deliver it to them. Like, I don't think at that point you'd be like, oh, I guess I got to deliver the head. You know, there's no no way I can get out of this situation. I guess got to do it. It was yeah, it was way too like Disney Channel logic, but inserted into a horror movie. So it definitely doesn't work. That was like the, the disparity of the tones I'm talking about is like exactly that. The poorly written boyfriend character and kids that are nowhere close to being, um, you know, as smart as some kids have been written these days, like in the Stranger Things. Um, yeah, a weak point. A lot of the weak moments did come from some of the kid dynamics we've seen. Yeah, especially when they decided to still keep the murderous doll 
in the house. Uh, <laughs> it only tried to stab one of us once. We'll just lock it in a closet. That's the best way to handle this. Because logic. Yeah. Yeah. Kid logic. Exactly. Let's the characters get away with stupid things. Um, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's acceptable, but it I couldn't accept these these levels of uh, kid logics that dictated the rest of the movie because that's how they moved the plot along is with the kid logic. I agree. But also what what made up a lot of it for me was again the fresh take on Chucky that we mentioned earlier and you already said that he seemed more threatening. I just wanted to get into some more details with that as well because in the original one like you said Charles Lee was just in a doll's body and he would actually just murder his victims in really silly ways using like Fisher-Price looking toys or just stabbing them with a knife. Um, but then, you know, throughout the film, he became incredibly weaker as well because he was slowly transforming into a human body, um, which, you know, would make him more vulnerable to just normal attacks. So to me, as I got older, rewatching the original Child's Play movies, it just seemed like Chucky was never really that scary anymore. He was just more of a character I really liked because of his, his wit yeah, and the much. way he killed people. But in this one... Man, uh, so earlier in the film, the kids decide to remove a core that the Buddy doll has inside of it that essentially just powers it. It powers the battery. Uh, and it might have actually just been the battery, but they remove it. They think problem solved. They throw Buddy the doll down the garbage chute, which is how they solve all their problems in this movie. Um, but then this creepy guy, I guess, again, he would just be called creepy guy number one because they don't have any depth to him as a character. Um, he just takes Chucky and just restores the battery in him, which gives him access to all smart devices linked to the same company, which is Kazlan, to the Buddy Doll. So the Buddy Doll is able to control everything Kazlan related. And at that point, he goes like evil E.T. He's got like this evil magic finger that he can use to essentially change thermostat settings. He can power cars. Um that drive people around like Uber. Um, he can change the lights. He can upload himself to different dolls' bodies through the cloud. Uh, he becomes just incredibly plugged in, like Skynet, essentially, from Terminator. And they do a really good job of showing why this version of Chucky is truly terrifying. Because he's not human. He's plugged into everything at any given time. He can literally destroy your life because he records everything. He can just play it on any media device anywhere. And from there, he he's just too OP. Like he he just he can attack you without physically being somewhere. He can just be linked to your house and find a way to kill you. Uh, so I think that's definitely one of the best things they did with this reboot was make was make Buddy the doll just incredibly scary in terms of what he could attack you with in, in, in all different shapes and sizes, pun intended. Uh, yeah. What do you think, man? No, I totally agree. Um, that's what made this movie, despite a lot of the like narrative and character flaws I found in this, um, at least okay. Um, I, I think it at least justifies its existence based off of what they do with the, the, the power set of the new Chucky. Uh, my favorite death really was, you know, I, I, I think a lot of the deaths were pretty good. Just despite some of the drawbacks, I think the final set piece had. I think a lot of the deaths, at least in the middle, were pretty good. Um, the one character I did like was the detective's mom. She seemed nice. Um, but the death of her in that smart car that is self-driving, but Chucky controlled it. That was really good. That just shows like, OK, he can literally just have an army of cars just wailing people gta style on the streets it's pretty fucked up um and that scene provided a pretty good jump scare of after the cars crash chucky's being all creepy and he does like a little like you can't see me i'm here i'm watching you kind of thing um and does a jump scare pretty well um but yeah he's like the other death of the creepy guy number one as you mentioned involved him controlling the temperature of the room burnt his hands on the pipe that he was hovering over because he was also above a blade saw that Chucky was controlling. Pretty broken stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure this Chucky versus the other Chucky, this one would win. Um, yeah, it's Skynet, it's Terminator, it's the end of days. If this uh, this 
Caslin Corporation controls seemingly everything. Like it's the substitute Google, if you will, or Amazon. Um, so yeah, I think they can do a lot of broken things of, hey, Caslin had like a government contract and it has its AI and cloud support in the military base. Then you can go really global with uh, what Chucky might do in a sequel. Um, so yeah, a lot of good potential there. And I thought it was interesting because I'm, I'm going to pretty much spoil different movies of the Child's Play franchise. Um, this one, Cult of Chucky. So that was the last movie that first Chucky timeline made. And that one ended with, and this is a big spoiler for that movie, um, it being revealed that the Chucky enhanced its voodoo magic and now it can just transfer and duplicate its consciousness among anything it wants so more dolls more humans he can has he can have an army of his own consciousness so that made that chucky a little more threatening because now you could just have an army of serial killers um just covertly placed wherever he wants but this movie kind of copied that in a different way where it can't put itself in a human but it can still control drones and different dolls and the entire environments of houses um, so, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good way to make it different from the original timeline of Chucky, if you will. Yeah. And there's really no way of killing this Chucky either. I think that's what's even scarier Yeah, because he can just upload his consciousness to the cloud. So what you, you can destroy a physical body, but I don't think you could ever get rid of him unless they do some shenanigans in the future where they're using coding to maybe isolate his programming and like delete them or something. But other than that, uh, it's very hard-pressed to find a way to kill uh, this buddy doll in this current uh, iteration of, of Child's Play. Yep. Uh, but it's, but yeah, going... it might be some kind of MacGuffin virus, essentially. It's not like, oh, Freddy, like, okay, we can kill him in real life, and then he's, you know, he's done or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a viral 2019 version of evil. It's like, oh, it's a cloud. How do you kill that thing? I also do love the little callbacks they did to the original film. So when um, the police detective's character has the final shot on Chucky where he shoots him with the gun, he uses that same line that um, Andy uses from the original Child's Play. He's just like, this is the end, friend, something like that. Yep. Uh, or this is the end uh, as a callback to that line. So I did, I did like the little homages they put in for the original as well. Mm -hmm. I thought those were, those were well-received on my part. Yeah, um, I like those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this Chucky's way more threatening uh, than the original. Even though, albeit, like you said, in, like, Cult and stuff like that, he found a way to do shadow clones, essentially, with himself. But yeah. either way, I think this Chucky takes the cake in terms of which one is, is more dangerous for sure. Yeah. Um, and speaking of callbacks, I think my favorite thing in horror movies, which might have been overdone um by now but i still always like it and that's giving them a, a cutesy song that becomes the theme song of whatever villain you're watching so freddie had the oh, one was two so song good. they gave chucky a song chucky finally has a song um and mark hamill's he had like a straight commercial version of it but then at the end in like the post credit section you hear mark hamill's like joker-esque take on chucky's real voice singing that buddy song and that haunted me like i was walking out of the theater thinking i'm not sure if i like that movie or not and then i heard that song and i was like you know what justified this movie should exist because I, I i think i go to sleep every other night just thinking about that song and it creeps the fuck out of me which is terrifying i'm so sorry man that you're thinking every night about a killer buddy doll singing to you with mark hamill's voice yeah it's my nightmare but i love it so much but what, one more thing I wanted to mention here that I just thought was, I think this is one instance where the humor really worked, was you were kind of wondering where the name Chucky was going to come from. Because in the original, Charles Lee Ray was, was his full name and then his nickname was Chucky. But in this one, there was none of that in terms of the origin. So they literally just forced the name in there at some point where it's just like, what would you like me to be called? And I think he's, I forget what he says, but he's like, did you mean Chucky? And the kid's like, no, 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 I don't mean Chucky. And he's like, Chucky, it is. And to yeah. me, that was just, that was just funny. 
Yeah. It's like they had no they had no other way to give him the name Chucky, uh, other than that, which is uh, it was fine for me. Yeah, th- that worked on me. Um, I I I was actually wondering how they're going to get that too. Like, is each doll pre-programmed with a name or something? I totally accepted it's a glitchy doll as they proved, so it just literally misinterpreted the the name, which I think might have been like some kind of Star Wars reference or something. But yeah, totally bought that. <laughs> And um, also those yeah. like those drones at the end too were really silly, but I could uh, I could I kind of appreciated it because he always had that iconic I'm gonna kill you like I said with like Fisher Price toys and toys and things of that nature. So for him to use drones, which is like something modern, um, and that can be controlled wirelessly, he just attached blades to the propellers. Uh, that was cool. It did look goofy uh, during the kills, but I think it. It, for me, it worked as an advantage because most of those Chucky kills from back in the day were goofy. Um, they just could have done a little bit more of a, a little bit of a better job trying to blend those tones, like you were saying earlier. Um, but yeah, I did not mind that drone scene. It just looked really silly, uh, but it worked for me. Uh, yeah, I agree with half of that. It looked really silly, and it, it didn't work for me. Like the scene where the detective Mike character sage one of those main kids by getting in the way of the drone and you know seemingly sacrificed himself telling him to run that did not work because i was like oh that's a really big death slash injury we just witnessed from this drone i i don't know how i'm supposed to feel i'm mostly just kind of chuckling at how ridiculous that all looked i don't know if it was a the direction or they needed like a, a tone review for those scenes but like yeah these major characters are getting maimed right now it's really hard to pull it off and making us feel the weight of that and also have these toys killing them the way they did um so that didn't work too much for me the only part in that final set piece that i think i really liked that was also funny was the opening kill when they were revealing the new the new buddy dolls and that guy got killed right when he put on his mascot and everyone thinks he's just coming out to perform but he's dying inside no one knows it. Takes off his helmet, and then blood spurts all over the crowd. And like this little girl, this poor little girl in front. That was funny and a death. I didn't mind because it involved the character no one cared about, and Chucky just killing him in a kind of a silly fashion. That worked. I, I, I got a little chuckle from that Chucky kill. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of old '80s slasher films because I feel like most of the male leads in this, or most of the males in this movie were just meant to be really douchey like in old films where the jock who's a jerk gets murdered first and the last one generally standing is like the innocent virgin or the comedic relief guy who's a nerd uh yeah they they really played really strongly to that in this film where even the guy who got stabbed like you said for wearing the costume which by the way i i think that's just a metaphor anybody who has to do that as a job i think is already dying inside um <laughs> But anyways, uh, he was just shown to be really douchey as well. He was this character that apparently cheated on his wife because Aubrey Plaza's character mentions it when she's trying to get the buddy doll as a gift for her son. She's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if you give this to me, I'm not going to mention that time you tried to sleep with Janet on the Christmas party. He was like, "Okay, okay, just take it, just take it. Uh, So, yeah, this this movie really plays into those old cliches pretty hard. yeah, I think something to something I noticed. But it, it it was doing that. I think you're right. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it was not it was not well received. It just none of those characters. They, we, I didn't care for for almost all of them. Um, and like you said, even that detective at the end, he just he even though he died protecting Andy from the drone, or he it looked like he died protecting Andy from the drone. It it did seem kind of anticlimactic, yeah. which is how I also felt about that finale too, because. They built up all this time making Chucky get to the final confrontation with Andy, and it was pretty quick. I think Andy just finds a way to free his mom from the forklift, yep. and then from there, he uh, I think he stabs Chucky in the core where the battery is, and then he just gets shot by the cop, and then the mom pulls his head off. But it was all very quick, and to me, the, it could have been a little longer because the payoff just didn't feel the same. Like it, it felt like there should have been a greater conflict, you know, especially now that you have multiple killer dolls running around. Um, 
and like all these electronics going haywire. I felt it should have been a little bit more difficult to kill his physical body. Uh, what about you, man? Yeah, no, the same. Uh, I think they ran into the problem of like, how do we make it believable and climatic to have these three humans, two adults and one kid, um, defeat a doll's body? And that's hard to choreograph, I would imagine. Um, I think Child's Play 2 did a pretty good job at making like this really big set piece in this toy store and they keep having to seemingly re-kill Chucky over and over again. Um, I did want something more like that. I, I'm cool with all those main characters participating in the, the final kills, but yeah, I think it could have been stacked better. You know, some, uh, we, we thought we won here, but we actually didn't. We have to do more to it and how we actually kill Chucky could get more gruesome. The more we have to keep killing him. Something like that with better choreography would have worked out, but yeah, a little anticlimactic. Um, and I, I, you know, I like the end of the whole, oh, Chucky probably sent his consciousness to a different AI, a different body. That was cool. I thought that's, that was better conveyed in this movie than even the previous Child's Play movies or even other, the other horror movies of like, how are these villains still alive? They said that they could die and people did the thing that should cause them to die. But yet they see, they keep popping up in different movies. I think this is the best way to get over that trope of, yeah, this makes total sense that this Chucky can just transfer his main sense of consciousness to another body, if you will, that uses the Kaslin Corporation AI functionality. So I buy that more and allowing for more sequels to exist. Absolutely. And I think at least it's my hope that for the sequel, now that they've gotten the origin stories out of the way and they don't have to fumble around as much with how Chucky got his tone as a killer and, or, and how he became a killer, they can focus more on the sequel of him just being the Chucky most people know, which is just this murderous evil doll uh, who's just going to kill people left and right. So I think if they do a sequel, which I think they will, because this one was, it got decent reviews and yeah, I believe made it made, it made money. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Just seeing now that we've created this version of Chucky we can just see him wreaking havoc on a larger scale for the sequel, which is, I think, something I would like to see uh, for sure. Yeah, I'll watch the second one. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hesitantly looking forward to it. Like, I think I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out. I'm not going to expect too much from it, but I do think they've opened the door to a lot of cool concepts to come to fruition. Essentially, this what would happen if this newly evil AI controlled most of the main technology in the world? Sure. I haven't really seen horror at a grand scale yet that I can recall. It's usually always these intimate killing people on Elm Street, killing people in Crystal Lake, you know, just killing these small groups of people. But this Chucky just seems to have potentially a global vendetta, right? Because his line to Andy was like, well, if I can't be your friend, no one can. So it sounds to me like Chucky wants to kill like 7 billion people until it's just him and Andy left. And that's something I would watch. That is something I would watch. It reminds me of the movie Dumb and Dumber where the girl, I believe one girl character says to Jim Carrey, she's like, I would never go out with you if you were the, I wouldn't go out with you if you were the last guy on earth. And then he looks at her and he's just like, so there's a chance. Uh, I feel like that's Chucky's mentality with Andy at this point. He's just like, well, I guess the problem is just everybody on this planet. I'm just going to murder everyone, and then and then you'll be, you, then you'll want to be my buddy. Then we'll be able to play. Um, so, yeah, it just, again, Skynet, he plans on doing a mass extinction of the human race for Andy. Just true love. That's true love, man. I think he'll go either that route or also do a plan B of, like, you know what? I bet if I just carve Andy's face off and put it on a doll I can program it to be my friend <laughs> that might be a that's way pretty to, good too yeah. oh I like that <laughs> that's I an like alternate that. ending to child's play <laughs> he creates his own version of Andy um, man yeah. that would be such a messed up and great ending <laughs> it's like the ending result is just Andy getting butchered and his face getting put on a child's play doll or like a buddy doll yep. oh my god that would yep. be that's the move right there that's next level <laughs> We'll write the next one. We'll end this whole series. I can make money quickly. Um, there, just with that. There it right is. There. 
Um, you know, and th- th- it's interesting because, uh, well, this movie exists as a reboot, but the original one that now is owned by Universal still exists. Like they're making future movies and series. So it's weird to have like alternate universes of Chucky. I'm not sure how they're going to balance that um, in terms of like the references. They'll probably go back and forth. But it's interesting to have a voodoo magic based Chucky universe and an AI futuristic version of Chucky. And I'm curious as to what directions these guys are going to go, knowing that the other guys are making movies as well. They're going to do a crossover one day, man. Chucky versus Chucky. <laughs> AI that's versus the next... voodoo. That's right. Uh, but, you know, that's a great segue for, for the finale here, man. All in all, having seen both films, which Chucky do you prefer? Which one do you like more overall? Yeah, that, that's an interesting one because I'm definitely pro-science and exploring what it can do to the world. So I always want stories that can incorporate where we are. Like that represents what we're going through in different hyperbolic ways, but it's still cool to explore. And, you know, voodoo magic isn't something I necessarily believe exists, but in these fictional universes, it's kind of cool to see it applied, especially in the way the Cult of Chucky did it, where he can duplicate his consciousness amongst any being he chooses humans or not i think a part of me still chooses the original child's play um and i really think it's it's really close i like how threatening the new chucky is but i do like how potentially threatened they made the original version but i think it comes down to that sardonic wit i really like that wit just those one-liners he comes up with before or after the kill gets me every time. At this point, that's why I'm still watching those movies. Not because I think they're that well made. I do think, um, I think a couple of the movies after the Child's Play, like Child's Play 1 and 2, I thought were pretty good. Child's Play 3 was not. Bride of Chucky was pretty entertaining. Seed of Chucky was a travesty. Um, and then they did, I forgot the one after that, right before Cult. Curse of Chucky? Right. Curse of Chucky, yeah. I thought yeah. that was fine. I thought it was passable. It was a it was a slasher movie. Kind of got back to its roots. And then Cult of Chucky was ridiculous. I can't say it was a good movie. I can't really defend that point. But it was the most ambitious shit I've seen Chucky do in that series. Um, and they actually explored what would happen to a kid who faced the horrors he did. How would he operate as an adult? And the answer was not well. Andy is, um, McClay is not doing well as an adult. So I'm still attached to that franchise. I'm going to watch all the shitty shows and movies they'll put out just to hear Chucky do some fucked up line of like, you know, women can't live with them, period, after he kills a woman. Um, or, or any of those one-liners he had just killing Andy's friends and family. It was just, I, I am a fan of that. So I, I think I choose the child's play. But it's like a 50, the original one, but it's like a 55-45 split, essentially. What about you? So you're so you're you're saying that you're actually going back to that original Bride of Chucky line that I absolutely love, where him and I think <laughs> yeah, the no, name is yep. was it Tiffany? Yeah, is Tiffany. that the name of his bride? He uh he kills the father of uh Catherine Hagel's character. Uh he kills the father. Uh, but right before he does, Tiffany gives him a whole lecture about how uh, you need to get with the current times and there's cooler ways of killing people, which is great because it's like talking about how sequels need to be bloodier and gorier and more inventive. Yep. Um, so she sets up this weird contraption where she like cuts a string or something and then a bunch of screws or nails fly into the guy's face and he falls on the floor right. and they think he's dead. But then he pops back up and Chucky murders him with a knife and he's looking at the blade full of blood. And he's just like, you can't beat a classic. <laughs> and honestly, That's I agree. I, I totally agree with you, man. Like, I love this movie. Don't get me wrong. Really liked what what they did with Chucky, making him more threatening. Mark Hamill's uh, different, unique approach to the character. But it, it, I'm not saying it's a blowout either. But to me, there's something more creepy about a more isolated incident with a doll versus something like a, a doll that can be like a Skynet. It's just, it just adds to the horror factor for me, which is what I'm comparing it to. Yeah. Uh, 
just it's like that that beautiful line at the end of the first one they kill chucky and then afterwards the the woman's like she tells the cap are you gonna believe like do you believe me now and he's like yeah but who's gonna believe me and i think that's what makes it scarier that makes it the better horror movie in my opinion is that there's this this doll that murdered people and no one's gonna believe that story and it just man it just it, it makes it scarier for me because that's even worse right something terrible like that happens to you and then on top of that everyone's like yeah right yeah okay yeah 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 sure murderous doll yeah voodoo uh-huh yep yep got it <laughs> uh so yeah to me the original was a better horror film but this reboot definitely had the more intimidating chucky had the bloodier kills so it's not it's not a blowout they're both good in their own right but i have to stick with the classic there's nothing like a classic baby that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, I think that'll do it. Any final thoughts about uh, this franchise as it is? I think that it's going to be interesting to see where each respective sequel goes. Uh, but right. I think either way, fans will have something they'll like. If they want, if they want a movie that goes back to Chucky just being a brutal, gory killer, then the reboot is for you. But if people just want that iconic Brad Dorff inter- interpretation of Chucky with a little bit of wit mixed in with some goofiness, then they have the originals too that are coming out with their own sequels. So either way, it's a good problem to have for anybody who's a fan of this franchise. And that's all I have to say about it. All right, fair enough. And that'll bring it to the end of After the Act. You can find more of our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, mostly wherever you would get your podcasts. Um, reach out to us at aftertheactpodcast at gmail.com. And tune in next time. We'll, we'll be discussing a different toy, um, Woody and Friends in Toy Story 4. Uh, take care, everybody. Way, Dambala. <laughs> Give me the power, I beg of you. There it is. See you guys.